Hello, my name's Richard Hayward and welcome to our podcast where we look at the Psalms in the Bible. This week we're having a look at Psalm 22. Our prayer for these times is that they will be a time to pause, be still and spend some time meditating on these Psalms in the Bible using prayer, Bible readings and reflections. Our prayer is that these sessions will allow you to be more aware of God, his love, his peace and his grace. This psalm is an amazing psalm as it points forward to the crucifixion of Jesus. So first of all you're going to hear Joe read the passage in John and then afterwards the psalm, Psalm 22. And then following that a few reflections from God bless you. John 19, verse 28, Jesus dies on the cross. Jesus knew that his mission was now finished, and to fulfill scripture he said, I am thirsty. A jar of sour wine was sitting there, So they soaked a sponge in it, put it on a hyssop branch, and held it up to his lips. When Jesus had tasted it, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. It was the day of preparation, and the Jewish leaders did not want the bodies hanging there the next day, which was the Sabbath, and a very special Sabbath, because it was Passover week. So they asked Pilate to hasten their deaths by ordering that their legs be broken. Then their bodies could be taken down. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the two men crucified with Jesus. But when they came to Jesus, they saw that he was already dead, so they didn't break his legs. One of the soldiers, however, pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water flowed out. This report is from an eyewitness, giving an accurate account. He speaks the truth so that you also may continue to believe. These things happened in the fulfillment of the scriptures that say, not one of his bones will be broken, and they will look on the one they pierced. Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far away when I groan for help? Every day I call to you, my God, but you do not answer. Every night I lift my voice, but I find no relief. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. Our ancestors trusted in you, and you rescued them. They cried out to you and were saved. They trusted in you and were never disgraced. But I am a worm and not a man. I am scorned and despised by all. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their heads, saying, Is this the one who relies on the Lord? Then let the Lord save him. If the Lord loves him so much, let the Lord rescue him. Yet you brought me safely from my mother's womb and led me to trust you at my mother's breast. I was thrust into your arms at my birth. You have been my God from the moment I was born. Do not stay so far from me, for trouble is near, and no one else can help me. 
My enemies surround me like a herd of bulls. Fierce bulls of Bashan have hemmed me in. Like lions, they open their jaws against me, roaring and tearing into their prey. My life is poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax melting within me. My strength is dried up like sun-baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You have laid me in the dust and left me for dead. My enemies surround me like a pack of dogs. An evil gang closes in on me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. My enemies stare at me and gloat. They divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. O Lord, do not stay far away. You are my strength. Come quickly to my aid. Save me from the sword. Spare my precious life from these dogs. Snatch me from the lion's jaws and from the horns of these wild oxen. I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among your assembled people. Praise the Lord, all you who fear him. Honour him, all you descendants of Jacob. Show him reverence, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not ignored or belittled the for he has not ignored or belittled the suffering of the needy. He has not turned his back on them, but has listened to their cries for help. I will praise you in the great assembly. I will fulfil my vows in the presence of those who worship you. The poor will eat and be satisfied. All who seek the Lord will praise him. Their hearts will rejoice with everlasting joy. The whole earth will acknowledge the Lord and return to him. All the families of the nations will bow down before him. For royal power belongs to the Lord. He rules the nations. Let the rich of the earth feast and worship. Bow before him all who are mortal, all whose lives will end as dust. Our children will also serve him. Future generations will hear about the wonders of the Lord. His righteous acts will be told to those not yet born. They will hear about everything he has done. I've not long finished work and um, working very close to the Romney Marsh so I thought I'd come down onto the marsh and record the reflections for Psalm 22. I've said this before, I'm no theologian and I'm certainly not a scholar. I love reading scripture and I'm just bowled over the way that God suddenly reveals something in Scripture to me that is just, wow, I didn't realise that that is what it's saying or I hadn't seen that before. I know I've read Psalm 22 before. I don't think I've ever read Psalm 22 so close 
to it just having been Easter. You could call Psalm 22 the Easter Psalm, couldn't you? How many different pictures in this Psalm are pointing, are prophesying, if you like, of what would happen to Jesus on the cross, which we we celebrated, we remembered a couple of weeks ago. From the very opening line of this psalm. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? My God, my God, as Jesus said, why have you forsaken me? Because in that moment, Jesus was separated from his father, carrying the weight of everything that you have done wrong and I have done wrong and everyone that has gone before us and everyone that will go ahead of us, after us. And as we work through this psalm, we see images of what we now can see happened at the crucifixion of Jesus. My life, verse 14, my life is poured out like water and all of my bones are out of joint. Describing some of the horror as to what would happen to a body after it had been nailed to a cross and be hanging. My heart is like wax melting within me. Some say that Jesus would have had a ruptured heart and this was a description of that ruptured heart. My strength has dried up like sun-baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. Jesus was given that little bit of liquid on a sponge, wasn't he? Because he was so thirsty. My enemies surround me like a pack of dogs. They have pierced my hands and feet. Need I say anything about that? Verse 17 is interesting. I can count all my bones. In that passage that uh, Joe read a few moments ago from John describing the crucifixion, it talks about how in order to try and hasten the death of those hanging on the cross, Jesus and the, 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 the one either side him, they would, um, they would break the bones of the legs of those who have been crucified, thereby making even more weight hang through the, the chest area and cause them to suffocate to death as their lungs filled up with liquid. Pretty gruesome and graphic stuff, isn't it? And they broke the legs of the two prisoners, the one either side of Jesus, but they did not break the legs of Jesus. I can count all my bones, David writes in verse 17 of this psalm. The bones were not broken. 
They divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. The soldiers were going to rip up the clothes of Jesus, but then they decided, well, no, 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 they're good clothes. They're good clothes. Let's, uh, let's, let's throw dice for them. Let's gamble and see who gets to take it all. I don't know whether David knew the significance of the words that he was writing in this song. It says at the beginning of the psalm that it's to be sung to a, a, a tune. We don't know what that tune uh, is now, but maybe one day we will find out. Yes, I don't know if he knew the significance of the words that he was writing or whether he was writing something that he then read and thought, wow, where did that come from? Knowing fully well that it came from an inspiration from God. But as so often with the Psalms, where they start in a heavy place, in a bad place, they move on to declaring God's name. Verse 22, I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among your assembled people. Praise the Lord, verse 23, all you who fear him. Verse 25, I will praise you in the great assembly. Verse 27, the whole earth will acknowledge the, the Lord and return to him. All the families of the nations will bow down before him. What a privilege we have to bow down before God Almighty. What a privilege to sit here in his creation watching the sun go down. What a privilege to believe and trust that Jesus is my Saviour. Do spend some time reading Psalm 22. In closing, if you're watching this and Bible, God, Jesus, Easter, Christmas is all just what you would consider or what you have considered just academic or folklore or a nice story. And can I encourage you right now to stop and consider it for what it actually is and ask God to help you in those considerations. Listen. 
listen to the whisper of God talking to you. Father, would you help us to hear your voice? Would you help us to be still right now and listen to you? Thank you for this psalm. Thank you for David having the faith to write this psalm down to point to what was to happen but thank you even more for Jesus for sending Jesus to us for having the love to go to the cross so that we might be saved. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast, to these Bible passages and to the reflections on those Bible passages. My prayer, as I said at the beginning, is that this would be a time where you can stop and listen to God. You may ask, well, how do I hear from God? How does God speak to me? Well, he speaks to us individually. And if he is speaking to you now, you will know it. I plead with you, I urge you, I, I encourage you to listen to his voice, to be open to hearing his voice. If anything that has been said today you want to talk about further, then please do get in touch. You can go onto my Facebook page, Richard Hayward Music, or please send me an email at hello at richardhaywardmusic.com. And Hayward is spelt H-E-Y-W-O-O-D. It's often uh, misspelled. <laughs> God bless you as you carry on through your day, and I look forward to sharing more with you in the times ahead. John chapter 14, verses 1 to 14. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my Father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you, so that you will always be with me <coughs> where I am. And you know the way to where I am going. 
No, we don't know, Lord, Thomas said. We have no idea where you are going. So how can we know the way? Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you had really known me, you would know who my Father is. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus replied, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and yet you still don't know who I am? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. So why are you asking me to show him to you? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I speak are not my own, but my Father who lives in me does his work through me. Just believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe because of the work you have seen me do. I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done, and even greater works, because I am going to be with the Father. You can ask for anything in my name and I will do it, so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Psalm 23 The Lord is my shepherd, I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honour to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honour me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. <laughs> 